Welcome back. We have another reason that Alabama prisons are not good places to be. The latest night of protesting in Hoover takes to the interstate, and another Crimson Tide coordinator leaves for his own program. I'm Mike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. A report is out to pile on to the bad news about Alabama's prison system. The Equal Justice Initiative, a Montgomery-based advocacy group, said that Alabama's prisons have the highest homicide rate in the nation, reports AL.com's Christopher Harris. The EJI said there have been 19 homicides in the state's prison system over the past two years. Now compare that to the 14 years from 2001 through 2014 when there were 21 reported homicides. That's only two more in those 14 years than there have been in the past two. Now said Department of Corrections spokesman Bob Horton, quote, There is a direct correlation between the level of prison violence and the shortage of correctional staff in an overpopulated prison system with limited resources for rehabilitating offenders. The proliferation of drugs and criminal activity inside prisons also contribute to an increase in violent incidents. About 100 or so protesters saying they want justice for the man who was shot by a Hoover police officer on Thanksgiving night marched and chanted through Walmart on Highway 150 and a nearby Buffalo Wild Wings, then used their cars to stop traffic on part of Interstate 459, reports Carol Robinson. At first, the protesters drove cars slowly with their hazard lights on, then a few of them parked and got out of their vehicles. Police were able to get everyone to move on pretty quickly, and we didn't get any reports of arrests last night. Protesters are demanding to see video evidence of the shooting, which was at the River Chase Galleria Mall, and also that the Hoover police officer faced criminal charges. The man who was killed, E.J. Bradford, had been with a group that got into some sort of altercation that led to a shooting. Hoover police originally thought he had been that shooter, but later said they no longer believed that. The legal team for Bradford's family had a private autopsy done and said the shots that hit Bradford came from behind. Bradford reportedly did have a firearm. Hopefully, we'll hear a more complete story once the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency finishes its investigation, which it took over immediately after the shooting. After one season as Alabama's lone offensive coordinator and a heck of a successful one season, Mike Loxley appears set to head to Maryland to become the Terrapins head coach, reports AL.com's Matt Zenitz. Loxley also spent a year as co-offensive coordinator along with Brian Dable and a year as an offensive analyst with the Tide. He's already had a couple stints as an assistant coach with the Terps. The Tide, meanwhile, never seem to skip too much of a beat when they switch OCs, except maybe for that one game after Lane Kiffin left. Hey, we really appreciate everybody for listening. You might want to make sure to check us out tomorrow. We hope to have a special guest come on the next 12 weekday episodes. Now, we wanted to take one brief segment each day to recap some of the year's, well, more memorable Alabama news stories. We still like to laugh at ourselves a little, right? We'll also have more current news each day, of course, just like always. Thanks again for being here. Y'all come see us at AL.com. <laughs>